0: What a beautiful day! Isn't it? It's good to see so many faces of friends. Good morning. Okay, i let me more sound. So. Is that good? Can everyone hear me? Even if I don't. Okay. Up! Uh, just says up. Do I need to stand in a certain place? Uh, <laughs> Maybe, do I need to stand? This is better, away from the speaker. Okay, can everyone hear me now? Okay, great. We're gonna make this work. Okay. It never fails. And each year, the holidays get prolif- more prolific. You know what I'm talking about. The holidays that require you to post a photo of yourself on social media. If it's Halloween, it's these. It's a picture of you dressed up in a Halloween costume. If it's Earth Day, you absolutely must be working in a garden or planting a tree. If it's Christmas, maybe it is an momentous occasion or a special moment with your family, or maybe even an old photo with someone who has been lost since the last one. These cultural trends on social media are the ones that require you to post a photo of yourself or your family on these special days. It's Easter, so you know it's time to post another photo. So, I've helped you this morning. I've gotten some flowers. Hopefully you're wearing something pastel. You are outside, so this is just said. After this time, you can get with your family. There's a little backdrop here if you want to use that. And you can get your photo to post. But you know what happens? Is that the, mo- the holidays that that are required to post a photo they just keep multiplying now there's like uh there's like a pie day like on march 14th like because it's pie and you you have like a choice on this one you can either post a picture of yourself like eating pie or making pie or something to do with the mathematical equation i don't know what that would be There's Siblings Day, where you post an old photo of your siblings. Uh, And there's the Star Wars Day, May the 4th, right? It's because you can say May the 4th be with you on May the 4th. So you might post something about, I don't know, yourself at, at Disney World or something on that day. And finally, if you didn't know it, now it is popular To post a photo, a selfie of yourself with your vaccination record. Some of you have already done this. I'm so proud of you. (laughs) To memorialize this day that you were vaccinated. Hashtag trends I didn't see coming. I think there's something behind these trends though. And even the proliferation of these trends that speaks of something deeper going on. And something that is very much connected to why we are here this morning. See, I think our compulsion to share and memorialize special occasions is very much human. And humans are very diverse. And so it's no surprise That this diversity of experiences and values helps us draw connections with different parts of life and different stories that we find meaningful for different ones of us and for different reasons. There are those of us who are so, have this uh, connection to the Star Wars narrative that is almost sacred and it's evidenced by the sheer number of people who signed up for Disney Plus just to be able to watch The Mandalorian. Confess. (sighs) (laughs) 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 But in all seriousness, this is the way. I mean, in all seriousness. Memorializing a day like Easter, with different clothes, different practices, gifts, a disproportionate uh, consumption of hard-boiled eggs, you know, hashtag trends that Mary Magdalene didn't see coming, (laughs) listening to a preacher, reading scripture, eating a special meal. It's all this attempt to connect with this ancient story in a way that is still somehow connected to our lives here and now. This desire to memorialize what has happened, to change the practices, our practices for this day, to truly experience these holy and significant times reminds me of Mary Magdalene Mary, the mother of James and Salome, who brought spices very early on that first Easter day. This was their custom. This is what their culture did. Perfume and care for the dead bodies of their loved ones as a way to memorialize and make significant this day that they died. So the women get an early start On Sunday morning, and on the way, they ask this most interesting and perplexing question. It's a question of wonder and a question of faith. They ask, who will roll away the stone for us from the entrance to the tomb. See, there was something in the way. There was something that was literally keeping them from being able to reach Jesus on that first Easter. How much faith it took, I wonder. For these women to get up early and go to the garden on that first Easter Sunday morning, not knowing how in the world they would accomplish the thing that they set out to do. They didn't have faith because they were confident the stone would magically be gone. It wasn't some kind of superstition. But it was a kind of embodied faith that allowed them to take steps forward In spite of a seemingly unmovable obstacle in their path. Today, maybe you have come here this morning and you are indifferent about this story. Maybe you were drugged here by someone you love. Or... Maybe today you are here trying to find a way to memorialize the death of your faith, which, by the way, is kind of an interestingly appropriate place to be on Easter. Or maybe you do. Maybe you do want to memorialize this relationship you have with Jesus that has meant so much to you. And so that is why you're here today. But we also are like the women with the stone in their path. With each year comes new barriers. In order to memorialize the day, we must somehow wade through the waters of ourselves and our city and the world that we now live in. You see, yesterday's inspiration will never be enough. And these stones in the way, they are the the very practical walls in our lives. The very practical hardness of life that makes our desire to do this thing impossible without help. They asked, who will roll away the stone? And I wonder who will roll away my stones. I've called them indifference, wisdom, my own needs, complexity, hurts. Fear, ambivalence, nuance, faults, and age. These are the stones in my way of getting to Jesus. Who will roll away our city's stones, I wonder? Floods, language barriers, homelessness, trauma loneliness, ageism, tourism, illiteracy, financial segregation, educational outcomes by zip code. Who will roll away our world's stones? War, racism, nuclear technology, the global economy, Climate change, COVID-19, global food distribution, and water rights. Sometimes, sometimes on days like today, all we want to do is, is just crack the code. Get the inspiration. Hunt down that key Easter egg and move the stone that's in the way. On a day like Easter, I think oftentimes we, like the women, are looking for the way in. How do we get into the significance Mommy, of the day? The Can you me? But we think that the problem is that there is a stone in the way. Something that we have to get through. But the story tells us when the women look up, the stone was already rolled away. Our desire for the stones in life to move may not actually be enough to move them. But the resurrection of Jesus means that our assumptions about the way things are or have to be may just be inaccurate. That what we are doing here and our assumptions about why we even made this journey to begin with may just be inaccurate. We came with the women this morning to memorialize Jesus. But Jesus isn't stuck in the Bible, just as Jesus wasn't stuck in the tomb. And so Jesus doesn't need to be memorialized, or at least not in the way that we thought. We don't have to get in with the right theology or the right feeling or the right offering. But we are invited to witness, to witness God's breaking out of our assumptions about death and healing and wholeness. What is dead in your life that needs the good news? of resurrection this morning. What is so dead that it seems like the only thing left to do is to make its dead body smell better? As we become witnesses we find that God's work is really just to break out. To break out of the boxes and the tombs and the psychological profiles we have assigned as the way things work. And call into question the losses and deaths that we have resigned ourselves to. Resurrection is about the renewal And healing of the things that we have given up on being able to renew and to heal. That is why the resurrection is good news. It doesn't come as a memorial from inside our stony, tombed hearts to be placed out in the world but it is a revelation out in the world breaking into our hearts and breaking us out. The resurrection calls into question our assumptions about what is possible. And what we find is ultimately in the way of us meeting Jesus on Easter is our own assumptions about the way things are and the way they have to be. Could, be. could we be wrong about why we are making this journey at all? Could we be wrong about why we are here like Mary and Mary and Salome were? Could we be aware of the stones in the way and the limitation of our own strength and still start the journey like Mary and Mary and Salome did. This is the good news. And you know what's funny, and what I just can't get away from this morning is is this realization that, that because the stone was already rolled away, for the women. The very need to memorialize Jesus was removed altogether. The stone became an obsolete barrier when Jesus broke out to do God's work in their lives, in their city, in their world. You see, God has different ideas about what the options on the table are and what the limitations are of stones in life are. And to conclude this morning, I want to share with you what I think is the most pressing question that I have about the resurrection. Jesus is risen. So where is Jesus now? this this morning we are invited to be witnesses this is the way